Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Thursday, September 8th, offensive line coach Jeff Stoutland spoke to the media. What are the challenges throughout the, the training camp process, whether you, like a guy like Jack, who spent more time on the right side during, uh, during camp, what determines how much... Jack played on the left side in training camp. But most of the time he was on the right. Correct. Um, so yeah, it's, it's time for Jack to start being like Isaac used to be back in the day where he played. I mean, Isaac, I think, in one game played five positions. Tight end, tackle, he played them all, I think, in the Baltimore game. If you go back and watch that game at Baltimore, I think he played all five positions in one game. I think Jack should, I think Jack's at the point where he could be that kind of player. And if you're not a starter in this league, and, and to be honest with you, before you ask me the question about Sills, that's the reason, uh, Sills, Sills played center at West Virginia. He played tackle, he played guard, he played every position. I didn't know that he could play tackle at that. It, it, like when we put him in there, I was a little bit shy. I was like, wow, this guy can get this done. From, the, from watching the technique and the, the way he takes coaching and understands what I'm teaching. So when you could create value for yourself and the organization by being able to play multiple positions, if you're not a starter, you guys know you've been here. I think two years ago, we had eight offensive linemen go on IR. That's unbelievable. So... It's in the back of my head. I'm like, well, we have to make sure we are prepared. We have plan A, plan B, plan C, and we're ready to go. So, um, I mean, obviously you don't want Kelsey to get hurt, but what was the benefit of Cam getting those reps? Oh, to play with the first group, to see what he's capable of doing against our first defense and to see how he can play against high-level players. That's your only true test. That's the only way you know. And he handled himself uh, uh, unbelievable. There's a chance that he might not even play all season, despite yeah. what we saw on film. How do you handle that? Well, my job, again, is to, to, to like, so I wanted to really, to be honest with you, Jeff, here's what I wanted to do. I'm sharing with you. I'm being honest with you, okay? I'm not that I, I don't, anybody. I, I just, I wanted them to play some guard, okay? I couldn't do that because Kelsey was hurt as, you know. So that took, it, that took that out, but that's not done yet. You know what I mean? I think you have to play other positions if you're not a starter. Now, we're a little behind in that process because my intention was to do some of that. Now, I did some of that in the walkthroughs in the indoor when you guys are not like in the preseason. I I would jump him in at the guard, and he did some of that in the walkthroughs, but not out there live and all that. Couldn't do it because we – I mean, I I can't move someone else in the center when you have that – so. I do think that experience for him was irreplaceable. You couldn't have a chance to have to see what a guy would be like if he had to be the starter with the first group. That was a good feeling. It's been a, a big season coming up here for Isaac, coming off the injury, switching sides. How has he handled it all? Great. I've said this for a long, long time. Isaac is a tremendous player. I think Isaac is the most, like he's such an underrated player because of his, probably his demeanors, he's quiet, he doesn't say much, he does, but when he speaks in our meeting, and he does speak in our meeting, that's his comfort zone. When he talks about technique and he gets up and and he does, players listen. Isaac, Isaac, 
Isaac, he, he's, he sh like on film, guys are like amazed at what he can do. The screen games, the perimeter game, the guy's unbelievable. Um, his, uh, his history is the versatility. Has that helped him with this transition a lot? I believe so. I believe so. I see it. He, he likes to teach, too, now. He's like... I, I see him. I see him talking to young players, like even tackles, and I, he, he'll say, "Like I've heard him say some things that's like incredible." Like he, the guy is sharp. This time last year, I think Landon was just starting to practice. Mm -hmm. um, where is he now compared to maybe when he when he just started out last the year? Light years, not even close. Not even the same player. Why, coach? What do you mean by that? Well, I see a guy talking. <laughs> I see a guy playing with low hips. I see a guy who struggled a little bit to change direction, uh, coming off the injury, trying to not, he's not there yet. But now I see a guy who can, you watch the Miami stuff, if you guys were at practice, you could see how quickly he was bumping off the twist stunts and how he was redirecting his feed. And to me, that's a different type of player. And I'm really excited. I would say, you didn't ask me this, but if you said to me, who's the most improved player? I would say it was him. He seems very um, self-critical, Landon does. Does, is, does he sort of stand out to you in that way relative to the rest of the room? All the great players I've ever coached feel that way. I mean, I can give you examples of every guy I'm coaching right now that done have done something. One thing happened yesterday, and the guy was pissed. But that's, that's how good players are. They want it to be perfect. They want it to be the, the very best. It's not okay to do something, you know, half or make a, make a mental mistake when you know the answer to that, you know. I think this, though, I think a lot of times the players like this, like, like you're talking about that, that are good players and all, sometimes there's this, there's this blink. There's this thing that's it's talking to you, saying, hey, don't do that. Do this. Don't listen to that. Your first instinct, your first knowledge of the play, the concept, is the right one. Too many players overcoach them, overthink themselves, and they make a mistake here or they make a mistake there. So my challenge is to make sure I bring that up every once in a while. You know. Um, getting back to Cam Jurgens, um, just like what he gained playing center, you know, while Kelsey was out, and I saw like in one of the games, like he had a block well down the field and everything like that. Does he remind you a lot of Kelsey in that regard, just the way he can, you know, his athleticism and everything? Well, to play the position that he's playing, the center, in our offense, you have to, number one, be able to, uh, you know, you have to have what I call explosive power. You have to be able to displace interior players. It doesn't mean you have to be the biggest player. Some guys are big, but they don't, they're not sudden. They're not quick. They're not explosive. So they don't, you know, the quicker, the faster you hit something, the, the more you move it. And so that's number one. Number two is can you get into the second level and have production in the screen game without getting juked or run around or something like that? And so I don't think, any, I don't think it's ever fair to compare somebody to Jason Kelsey. I don't, I don't think that's right. But Cam has those critical factors that you look for to do those things. And... So just to give you a little bit more, to, to, to specify a little bit better, is his, his hands are so strong when he gets them onto you. 
They're strong, real strong. I don't know if that's because he lives on a farm or he's got a cow farm. I, I don't know. I don't know any of that. All I know is the college players you're getting today, it takes, for Jordan Malata, it took him two years to actually know how to use his hands in the, in the way that we're asking him to. It really is a It's something that takes a minute. It's college guys today, now you get them, they don't, they don't get their hands on them. If you don't get your hands on people, how can you control yourself in protection? How can you move someone back if you put your hands on their back? How can you push them back? So this, it, I can give you a million instances where I show a player and they're like, oh man, I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. You see us, when you guys come down there, it's always good to see you guys walk down to the end zone. You've got your notebook. Jeff's making always oh, the number 50. He's going, I watch you guys. Okay? And so... <clears throat> So we're in the end zone, and I'm over there. And we're hitting those double team blocks and stuff, you know. And that's where we're talking about a lot of those those things. Like I'm always, I, where are your hands at? And and if you're not in the right place, we're not going to surface blocks properly, and we're probably not going to move anybody. So last one, we'll get a mile. Uh, in Lane's uh, case, he called this the prime of his career. Uh, he said he's in the prime of his career, in Lane, but you don't usually think in year ten. What's what what more <laughs> is there for him? That he hasn't done? Well, number one, Lane wasn't Lane yet last year. I'm just saying, he was coming off that thing and he was fighting through some things. Lane right now, when Lane first came into this, you know, I was my first year in the league when I went out and worked out those players. And I knew, I knew we were going to pick, I mean, Mr. Lawyer's like, hey, look, <laughs> this is, I know you got to find out which one of these. So, I was sold on, I was immediately, like, I was all about Lane Johnson. I, if I showed you that workout on my phone, it was unbelievable. I still have it because it's, it's, it's like something special for me. It was when a young Lane, okay? At his high school, I did that workout. And so when you looked at him there, he was like 307, 309. The guy's three, I don't know, 325, 330. He's bigger, he's stronger, but yet he's probably more, he, he's as quick. He hasn't lost a step now. So I, I think that's why he's saying that, and I agree with him. I really do. I mean, and I think that Isaac next to him, him and Isaac, I mean, who has the athleticism that, you know, who has two guys that are that athletic and that fast and that quick? Uh, it's pretty special. I'm fortunate. I'll be honest, as a coach, I'm really fortunate to have the ability to coach the players that we have here. I really am. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.